0: I'm Brady Berserker. I'm Big Sexy Brian Bales. And I'm Metal Mattson from Super Geeky Playdate. A podcast member
1: of the Gonna Geek Network. Just like the show you're listening to now. The opinions expressed are
0: those of each individual host. Check out all the other podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. And get ready because geekiness begins in... Three, two, one... Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy.
1: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to episode 282 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast recorded live on Sunday, October 15th, 2017. And yes, the whole crew is here today. Who's here? The the whole crew. That would be us. Who's the crew, crew, Chris? I'm not here. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, oh, I hate you you're
2: all. You're a bad host. You're supposed to introduce us.
1: Every time <laughs> I try to introduce you guys, you steamroll me. So how the hell am I supposed to introduce you?
0: That's your job, and that's our job. You Come think on, after Chris. 282 tries, you'd have this figured it out by now?
1: There was a reason it used to be in the intro, because then I didn't have to do it. <laughs>
2: You see, see, it's our job as the public to do illegal things. It's the job as the cops to make us stop doing illegal things. So it's a whole runaround thing, man. Come on. Okay, okay. So let let me
1: introduce you guys real quick. Then, so joining me today, we have the one, the only Willie D Nelson.
2: This guy's creepy. You, you goddamn right.
1: (laughs) We also have uh, our very own Naki.
3: Willie, I think you're just stupid.
0: You goddamn right. Well, let's see if Chris gets this one right.
1: <laughs> and we also have Anthony the Sailor Man. I have a challenge. It doesn't necessarily have to be this week, but your challenge is to come up with your best Anthony the Sailor Man song. No,
3: see, I do it better when 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 I, when I like only have like thirty seconds left. Yeah, we'll he's Anthony the, the Sailor Man. He's pounding the women and getting them and getting some bitches. He's po- he's Anthony the Sailor
1: Man. <laughs> There you go. I just pulled that out of the archives just for today. I was going to say, dang, that was, that was a while ago when I wrote that. Yes. Yeah, now you're
0: going to go with my, my new quote. Shut that shit down. I don't there. have that one
4: anymore.
1: Oh, and then there's also me. There we go. Because I'm a producer is what I'm told. There you go. <laughs> I introduced everyone using the soundboard. And SP I feel, has a request. I feel incredibly dirty. SP has a request to bring the intro back. The full intro, Jesus. You bring the full intro back and we're talking like two and a half minutes before anyone talks. That's the problem. It's, it's an a very exaggeration, long. but
0: I, I think that's what SP liked.
1: Eh. You know, <laughs> a lot of the podcasts I listen to now have much shorter intros where there's a little bit of a pre-roll conversation. They do a short intro and they start the show. So that's kind of what I've migrated to. But if the people want the longer intro, send us a longer intro and we'll do it. Because I'm not making a new intro. <laughs>
2: I, mean, I mean, you can give it the job to me.
1: Willie, you want to make us a new intro?
2: You won't like it, but I'll do it.
1: It's got to be more than just you doing this.
2: I am very sorry. Please forgive me, Naki. Uh, I make why no Why would that promises. be the intro?
3: <laughs> well, it's why would that Reverend be the intro? Willie.
1: It's Reverend because, Willie.
2: Yeah, that's how we'll have to start out, because I will be doing Reverend Willie for the rest of the intro.
1: Well, And don't forget about this, Willie. We should probably, no. you know, do actual show stuff instead of talk about Willie's dick. That needs to be <laughs> in the intro, too. I
2: mean, if that's always on your lips.
1: <laughs> Well, the chat room says you don't do anything long or have anything long.
2: I mean, that's also true. <laughs>
1: hey, man. whatever. How does SP out. know these things? He's got webcams in all our houses. Why
2: well, would SP not all. know these things? I don't want to make I a joke, but you questions. guys would like it.
1: So how how are things going, guys, before we uh, start this thing? Anything, anything good MTV. going on?
2: I want to know why is um, Naki so- against my uh, two billion people uh, thing? <laughs>
4: Well, that wasn't
1: me. I said that's fine. You need to clear. You need to fill people in on what the two billion people thing is, because if they weren't watching during the pre-show, they have no idea.
2: Oh, I mentioned it many times. There needs to be two billion less people in this world, just gone. People who are assholes and people who uh, don't use turn signals. So which
1: (laughs) turn (laughs) signals? So I'm sorry, all of
2: India. I'm sorry, all of India, but. I've seen those traffic videos, and you guys never use turn signals.
1: So send your hate mail to Willie at Gunnageek.com. That's Willie at Gunnageek.com. I
3: mean, I mean does that I, just look I don't have any
4: Russia?
3: Russia. I've seen Russian dash cams. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, it's a lot of Russia, but I don't have a Gunnageek email. Uh, you can find me at Twitter at South Corky. Actually, Go I, I should have a
1: redirect set up for it. I'm not 100% sure. I have an email? No one told me. It probably just redirects. I'm not hundred percent sure because I know there's an ATG and podcast at gonna Geek. There's a Chris at <sighs> Gunna Geek. I don't know. I
2: if have one. If I had the Infinity Gauntlet. Oh my god. Uh I'd be worse than so Thanos. F- <laughs> <laughs> um, so
3: we played we played like eight hours of Towerfall Ascension last night, um, with four of us. Good on you. Yeah. That game is super fun. We beat it. Um, <gasps> we beat the dark. We beat the dark tower or the the, the expansion pack
2: nice I don't know what it's called dark that's something, but it's super, sexy. super
3: fun. So if you're ever looking for like a a good couch game for like four people, highly recommend Tower Fall Ascension.
2: I've only got to play with one other person, so it was like it's I was wanting to play with four people. That seems like the most fun ever, Phrasing. except that you can hit each that? other, right? You can hit each other there's there's friendly fire.
3: Yeah, there is Friendly Fire, and it sucks, because I'm
2: usually the one that's getting
3: hit. It's great.
1: <laughs> uh, I
2: wish it was online so I could join you on it, but it's not. That is a fun game. Though. Yeah.
1: And if it was it online, is, It, it is. would probably play on Xbox just to spite you. Well, no, no it's, that it's, one's it's only a kind of PC on game. Me. Oh, my bad.
2: What? Towerfall Ascension?
1: I no, it's think on it's PS4. only a on PC. It's on is PS4 it? okay. I have it.
2: it was, uh, oh, okay. I think it was free for PS Plus early on in the PS4 uh, life cycle.
3: Oh, Okay. And then I got have the DLC. Well, there. But uh, it's it's super fun if you're looking for a couch co-op game, especially if you get four people. Um, yes, friendly fire is a thing, and usually one person is always the receiving end of that, and it was me. Um, so. But,
2: and that's what makes it fun. Yeah.
3: Yeah. We also they were also a uh, boyfriend and a uh, brother were playing Cuphead. We live streamed all of this last night too. I didn't make it really public, but we were live streaming everything
2: yesterday. Well, so They're playing Cuphead too.
1: Cuphead is wonderful, by the way.
3: Cup- a Cuphead's game. a lot of fun, but it's so aggravating.
2: Yeah, I will say once again, because it you looks can like see the patterns, game, but it's just not my type of game it's, to play.
3: It's platforming boss rush like all the entire yep. time. So it makes me want to like cry sometimes. Yeah, if you don't like that style of game, it ain't for you.
2: No. no, yeah, But I mean, it looks like I'm not gonna say it's a bad game because it looks like a great game. It's just not for me. I could it's definitely great. do the tutorial faster than that one asshole. It's gorgeous, Willie. Really, like, you my just
1: hate that guy for the tutorial video, don't you?
2: It's like he. T- how do you? How are you
1: in a gaming industry and you can't game? It's about ethics in video game journalism, Willie. That's no, it's, it's not. About.
2: And who's no, always ethically first? Not this, this guy.
3: Sp <laughs> says it's contra Willie. with sp says it's contra or sorry sailor Poland says it's contra with old time animation visuals, which is correct.
1: That's not inaccurate. It's a really fun game though, but. Yeah. Why don't we do the the whole news thing once I find the damn button? Because I lost Muse. it. News. It would help if I'm on the right page. Right. right me
0: out, Chris.
4: Right now.
1: News. Right now. Live from the ATG and Studios on uh, the internet. It's the news of the week. So when I can actually find the right buttons on the soundboard, we like to trigger little things called News of the Week. It's that time in the show where we run down the coolest, or at least the most interesting in our minds, geeky or nerdy news from the last week. And uh, who's going to go first? Willie, why don't you go first?
2: Well, first, I want to say I'm never going to rush you, Chris. These assholes just steamrolled right over you on that one. Just like, right now, right now, no, I'm not going to be an asshole. You, you Willie, do shut do up your news. You, you do you, Chris.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
2: You're welcome, Chris. Shut up, Willie. Shut Fuck up, Willie. Oh, wow. y'all.
4: Shut up, Willie. So much hate.
2: <laughs> so uh who knows what's a big problem in gaming right now. Anyone want to raise their hand? microtransactions Ethics. Nokia, yeah, I see you raising your hand.
3: It's ethics in games journalism.
2: <laughs> yep, I'm pulling a lateral. That's what's wrong with it. Right no, no. <laughs> No, the big problem is, but you're not you're not 100% wrong there, Naki. But yeah, microtransactions with loot boxes. Why do all these games coming out have loot boxes? Uh, let me give you an example here. I got the new uh, WWE 2K18. Do I watch wrestling? No. Do I like the games? Yes. Um, it has a loot box system in it. Why? The new Battlefront 2 game has loot box system. And they're going in the wrong direction where it actually affects how uh your character how good your character is so yep so it's like a pay to win
1: what a shock electronic arts is going to screw you with microtransactions and loot boxes
0: (laughs) and they're going to have pay to win well well duh (laughs) because they know it'll get them money
2: and you can kind of see where like the start of like the downfall of this was was overwatch but the way they did it was it's just cosmetics it doesn't matter I don't even
3: think it's Overwatch. I think it's phone games, free to play games. It's,
1: yeah, it's that kind of stuff. It's your video games you play on phones and things like that because people will go and they'll pay 99 cents to unlock six bonus jewels that do other stuff.
3: Yep. But uh, there's a, I was uh, listening to uh, Idle Thumbs, which is one that a uh, boyfriend listens to and somehow I got sucked into listening to. Um, but they were talking about how it should basically be. Be taxed and monitored like gambling is because at this point it's essentially gambling but in your own home. I don't, I don't, especially know. when well, because like with Battlefront, you don't know what's going to be in these boxes. Overwatch, same thing, you don't know what's going to be in these boxes, but it doesn't necessarily progress your character, it just gives you cool skins and stuff. With Overwatch, with Battlefront, it's going to progress your character. Yep, well, so, so it, it should be monitored like a gambling situation.
0: There's it's a difference between there's a no kind of- chance of you winning money.
1: There's a a difference between those kind of things, though. When you buy a game and then get tons of microtransactions, get loot boxes, that sucks. But when you get a free-to-play game and you make the conscious decision to buy microtransactions for loot boxes and things like that, that's a separate thing because that's their revenue stream. It's EA's double-dipping, and a lot of those folks that are doing stuff like this, which is, hey, buy our game for full price, then pay us for loot boxes that, yes, you can win in-game, but it takes four times as long than paying five bucks to get 20 boxes or some crap like that. No, it's more like ten bucks and get five boxes. Yeah, that's fair. I, I don't I don't play a ton of games to do that. Like the Fortnite game, if you play the non battle royale mode, that's how it works. But that was the expectation coming in. It's completely free to play game. So that you understand you can buy microtransactions, that's how they're financing it.
3: I think is it microtransactions what broke um um three? Uh what was it? Uh I didn't, the Blizzard game. The third one that came out, why Diablo can't I think Diablo 3, it? it was
1: the real-life auction house. Yeah,
3: thank you.
2: I've never played it. Thank
3: you. I was thinking, for some reason, I kept thinking Dungeon 3. I'm like, it's not
2: Dungeon. It's- <laughs> <laughs> well, it kind of is, but I mean.
1: <laughs> well, they were smart. Um, they yanked out the real-life auction house out of Diablo 3.
0: I See, I never yeah. even got to the point where I used the real-life auction house. I'm still like in like level 4 of that game. I bought it and played it. It's fun, but... I've never been that type of person that could, you know, grind eighty hours in dungeons on Diablo. Yeah,
1: I mean that's just one of the problems you have. Though the other one is, did you guys see the GameStop ad they put out for the new Assassin's Creed that was, you only get this bonus mission if you pre-order from us. Yes, I did. I was see like, that. that's shit. You don't hide pieces of the game so that the only way I get it is if I go and buy it at GameStop. That's absolute crap. It's almost as bad as what Sony's doing with Destiny and Destiny Two, which is. We're buying console-exclusive limited windows for some of this content. No, that's horseshit.
2: I mean, let me bring it back to what I've said. I think I mentioned this before a while back. Uh, What was that? I can't. I think I can never remember that game. I think it's in one of those Metro games where uh, the pre-order thing said pre-order, and you can get the Ranger difficulty level unlocked, the way the game is meant to be played. So what you're telling me is if I just go in the first day, buy the damn game for a full price, I can't play the game you meant me to play? What the fuck is yeah, this bullshit? That's fucking
0: stupid.
2: I, I think I remember it being in the Ranger DLC. I can't remember exactly the game. I think it was Metro, one of the Metro games. Don't quote me on that one.
1: Yeah, it's one of the ongoing problems you have with games, and it's one of the things that we've talked about before on this show. Is I shouldn't have to buy my game on one system or from one retailer to get the full experience. I'm okay with DLC after the fact that anyone can buy that adds to the story and things like that which I didn't used to be. I thought some DLC was just bogus. But when you get story DLC, I'm okay with that. And if I want to make the decision on Titanfall 2 where the DLC is all cosmetic to buy that, that's my own choice. But it doesn't limit what the game can do. And that's the is stuff that frustrates Is all DLC me.
2: on that free?
1: Uh, all story-based DLC. They have okay. additional DLC, which is like how you get different skins for your guns and different skins for your Titans and characters. But all of that stuff does not impact gameplay.
2: And this is also, we're talking about DLC being made after the game comes out, not already on the disc, locked behind a paywall.
0: Right. Yes. Like yeah. Like Capcom. Capcom companies bullshit, releasing unful games and charging you extra after you pay for a full game. Yeah, I think that was, was all.
2: Was it Street Fighter Four? I think that came out with like all the like the DLC characters, the DLC that they haven't made yet were already on the disc. Someone found out.
1: Yeah, doesn't surprise me though. That's <sighs> just ridiculous. Yeah, I'm completely just, there with you. Bullshit. I did play the Battlefront beta because it was free. I figured, why not? And I went, oh, this, this loot crate crap is going to be hellacious. And I said, you know, as pretty as this game is, as much as I might want to play the single player, I'm not buying this because the multiplayer is going to be insufferable. Because A, it already is in regular Battlefront, and B, with people just shelling out buku amounts of money on top of a game they've already bought, everyone's going to be so damn OP, it doesn't even matter. It won't be fun.
0: Yeah, and on Battlefront it gets that way fast even without pay to win. So with pay to win it's even worse.
3: That's why I don't like playing multiplayer games if I'm getting it late. And other than like Overwatch, where it's pretty balanced out, like no matter what level you're at. Like most multiplayer games, if you if you don't buy it right away, by the time you get into it, it's so OP by everybody else that you're just like, Well, this could've been fun.
0: That's why I bought Black Ops. That's the only Call of Duty game I bought the day it came out for the brand new fucking PS three at the time. And 18 months later, I got access to the fucking multiplayer and fuck that company. I've never bought a single game from them since. Wait, what do you mean when they beta tested black ops, they didn't beta test on anything other than their fucking the PCs they designed it on. So the day it went live, you couldn't get on multiplayer on like 85% of all PS 3s and 50% of all Xboxes. They fixed the Xboxes inside of four months. They fixed the majority of PS3s inside of 12 months. I finally got an email 18 months after I bought that fucking game after complaining on the forums for months and I was finally able to access the fucking multiplayer levels. 18 months after I paid for a $60 game the day it fucking came out. Up until that day, I could not get the multiplayer maps to load on my PS3. And I bought that fucker the day it came out on a brand new PS3. It was fucking bullshit.
2: I think I had that. I don't remember that at all. Black Ops 2. I don't know. Certain
0: ones it worked just fine. Other systems it did not work at all because they didn't beta test it on PC, Xbox, and PS3. They did a shitty that was the first Black Ops was the first game where it was like another company helped the guys that had been doing the Call of Duty games develop it. And so it was the first one where they had a major fuck up. And they didn't give a shit because they made a ton of money that first day.
1: Well, and bear in mind, back then there was still more of an emphasis on the PC side of things. With that, if you go and look at all the Call of Duty games and things like that now, uh, PC is a secondary thing. They care about getting it out on the
0: consoles first. Yeah, see, but yeah, since that since that launch, I have not bought a game from that company, and I will not.
2: And that's I think that's around the time when they started splitting off, so they could come out yearly, where they have one company doing a game one year. Yeah, that's when they put split- out another game of the year. Uh, Uh not the next year but the year after that and it was the split between Activision
1: and Treyarch. It was about the same time that Ubisoft decided to do a yearly Assassin's Creed game and then they realized that oh wait, yearly Assassin's Creed games, they start to suck because we don't have enough time to do it properly, which is why I'm not a huge Assassin's Creed fan, but the new game looks like it could be pretty good, the one set in Egypt. But neither here nor there.
3: But now you can't buy it you can't get the whole game unless you you know buy it now. Right, and well, then,
1: the only way I buy my games is through Amazon because I get 20% off with the Prime discount, so I'm not going to go and buy it from GameStop and pay more money.
0: I was saying, isn't this the new one that uh, GameStop has like the $900 exclusive version that comes with a skull and some bullshit?
1: Oh, there's a few different exclusive versions that are I don't think they're retailer limited, but there's like a version of the new Assassin's Creed. It's like $1,600 or some ridiculousness Holy like that.
0: Holy fuck! Yeah, that's, that's those are getting beyond ridiculous. What comes in that? A
1: statue? Like huge-ass statue, if I
0: remember $1, right. $1,600? You get a I statue. I
1: could have pulled the wrong uh, value out of my... Uh,
3: I was going to my... say, is it the same oh, size God. as your
1: Spider-Man statue? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> now, and I not remember... Excuse me, it's $800. I misspoke. Okay. Season- oh, so that's, yeah. that's, that's hey, reasonable. The season passes included. It comes with a 28.7-inch figurine of the main character, a hand-drawn world map of Assassin's Creed Origins Egypt, a replica of the Eagle Skull amulet cast in resin, Four lithographs, the game soundtrack, two steelbook cases, a numbered certificate of authenticity, the game, the season pass, and other digital goods. For yeah.
0: 800 bucks. bucks, that map should be done on human skin, and it should be a real fucking skull. It should also clean my fucking house, too. And Additionally, it should come with statue, a chick that blows you while you play the game.
1: Huh, no,
2: Sailor the statue Paul, should now, be the but, same
0: size as you. Sailor I do also, and, yeah, and the statue should be life size.
1: In the chat room, Sailor Paul <laughs> nailed it. Yeah, eight hundred dollars for a bunch of stuff you could get out of loot crate.
2: Yeah, yeah basically, no, loot crate gives shit oh. or you're shitting that. But um, question. But does it actually come with the game too, though?
1: Yes, it comes with the game. <laughs>
2: no, no, awesome.
1: no, You laughed.
2: There was like a two hundred dollar, pr- like a bonus, like thing that didn't come with the actual game it was was for Mass
1: Effect Andromeda you could get the Nomad edition of it that was like a Bluetooth controllable Nomad RC car that did not come with the game if I recall correctly it came with a steel box case inside for the game but did not come with a copy of the game for the $200 limited edition how ridiculous was that
0: I'm not sure what's dumber, the company that makes that or the idiot that buys it. Uh, Not a lot of people buy column A, a
1: little bit of column B. They're still sitting (laughs) on the shelves at my local Best Buy.
0: How do you have a $200 version of a game come out that doesn't include the game? Because it's EA and they
1: fucked up uh, (laughs) Mass Effect. Let's be honest here.
0: That's true. EA can fuck up anything. They're like DC. And you guys want (laughs) to get
1: their next game, so I don't want to hear it. Anthem? That's because it's Bioware. I'm hoping the Bioware offsets it.
3: All right, I'm squashing all of these rumors that are going on in the <laughs> chat room. I'm not pregnant. <laughs>
2: not That's not pregnant? what I said. You, I said a <laughs> certain word. I like my See, I was better. being
0: good not mentioning it. Oh, boy.
1: So let's go yeah, on to the next news story while we try and power through the fake news in our chat room.
0: <laughs> fake news. Uh, say <laughs> in the, say in the accent. Say in the accent. I, I can't do term. the
1: accent. I'm sorry. That is fake
0: news. That's, you can't lower your IQ to a 40 that's neither not here can. nor there You're a new we're there, not though. going to
1: go political but hey let's talk about star trek oh wait i mean let's talk about the orville which is basically the heir apparent to star trek on tv not star trek discovery <laughs> have, a good have, version of star trek have any of you guys been watching the orville besides me anyone
0: i'm on episode four okay wait I'm it's time but i'm getting
2: star trek
1: say again willie it's not the next star trek show just with a different name <laughs> it's certainly it's seth MacFarlane star trek fan fiction is the best way of putting it no i don't want it. <laughs> So I've actually come to like it. I thought it's a pretty enjoyable show. And evidently I'm not the only one that thought that because I was trolling around on Twitter yesterday when I was actually watching the most recent episode and I see the one and only Peter David tweet out. He goes, they should do novels of the Orville. I would totally write those. And I went, let Peter David write the Orville novels. If you're not familiar, Peter David has written the novelizations for all sorts of movies and things like that. But one of the works he's best known for is in the Star Trek book world. He wrote all of the New Frontier series of books, from what, and I believe that's the correct title for it, which was like 20 books that takes place with a whole bunch of new characters in the Star Trek universe where everything's peripherally connected to everything we've learned how to do. And he goes, and now he wants to do the Orville. And I went, okay, I would totally read that. And I could see Peter David's flavor of how to do these characters working. And then why I really wanted to bring this up also snuck in to this article It said, quote, while Fox and and Seth MacFarlane have never publicly addressed the likelihood of novelizations, it's in the realm of possibility. Although the series struggles in same-day ratings, barely maintaining a 1.1 in the key 18-49 to demographic, the show sees considerable success once the live plus 3 and plus 7 ratings are taken into consideration. And MacFarlane has already stated a season 2 seems all but likely at this point. So, season 2 of The Orville. I'm kind of excited.
2: Nice. Is Peter David also a comic book writer? He's also
1: a yeah. comic book art, uh, yeah, writer, yeah. He did a lot of the Incredible Hulk runs that you might be familiar with. Didn't he also
2: do the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? The, uh, I forget which run that was. Not the original. But I think I got I think I think a signed Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic signed by he him. He
0: might have done Turtles. He's done a ton of stuff. Yeah, he's done like 300 issues of the Hulk. He did all of Spider-Man 2099. Um, he did the run of X-Factor where they introduced um, uh, Jamie Madrox, the Multiple Man, and Quicksilver. The, the the X-Factor team that most people know with Havoc, um yeah. he did he's, yeah, he's done novels of almost every sci-fi show, Babylon 5 Battlestar Galactica, you're his thinking, own according
1: stuff. to Sailor Poland, you're thinking Peter Laird, Willie nope. for- no, no, no,
0: no, 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 Peter
1: no.
3: David did too, um, he yeah. did it in 2003, he yeah, he was in my comic images.
1: shop, and he signed my uh, com-
2: uh, Tangement miniature comic, I remember that was long that's when I first started getting the comics back in like 2004-ish, 2003-ish yeah, yeah
0: if, he too. has If there's a random book out there that has the last name David on it, Peter David probably wrote it. He is he is prolific as a motherfucker. He's and, like the Stephen King of comics.
2: He writes all the time. He... And just make sure you said he writes for Star Trek novels, right?
1: He wrote Star Trek novels.
2: yes. Did it he, did he is he the one that wrote the crossover X-Men and Star Trek?
1: I've read that comic. I don't remember if he wrote that one or not.
2: Cuz I seen the book in Barnes and Noble was like, is this really a thing? He might it, it sounds like something he'd
1: write. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, he
3: might have. Uh, I mean they they start they they over they that they crossed over Star Trek with a lot of things.
0: But with, there yeah, was IDW so- has That's crossed it with tons of stuff. Yeah, I think he he might have done the one, yeah, because there was like an old Star Trek X Men crossover in like the late eighties, early nineties. That might have been Peter David. Yeah, the the dude's written like hundreds of novels and yeah. I'm pretty sure thousands at this point of comic books. Go to his like Wikipedia is,
1: and read his bibliography yeah. and it's massive.
0: He's all kinds of fucking prolific. And yeah, and I mean, and he's still back and by. writing again, which is great because he had a stroke a couple years ago and like he was laid up for a while. And then after that, they brought in the new Spider-Man 2099 and he had another, what, 20, 30 issue run on that again. And he's the, like, uh, like Brian Michael Bendis is the only person who's ever written Ultimate Spider-Man. Peter David is the only person who's ever written uh, Miguel O'Hara's Spider-Man 2099. He's written every issue with that character in it.
1: Yeah, you go and look at his bibliography. He's written a ton of comics. We talked about X-Factor, Incredible Hulk, things like that. Then you get to the Star Trek section, and that's almost as long as his entire comic book history in there, too, of all Mm. the books that he's written. So he's written a crapload of them. He's still writing the new Frontier books, evidently. He started writing them in 1997, and he has books slated to have come out in 2015 for that as well. So he's been fairly prolific. And a guy who can write sci-fi like that, who can get inside other people's heads to do novelizations that deal with characters on his own. That'd be very interesting. So if he got to write like a couple Orville short stories or something like that, an Orville tie-in comic, that would be pretty cool. And I think that goes a little further to helping to further legitimate, legitimate, legitimate. Wow. I can't speak. Legitimize. Legitimize. That's the word I'm looking for. That series in the eyes of some folks. Now I'll point blank, say I haven't watched Star Trek discovery and I probably won't until the free trial comes out. That allows me to watch it all in one fell swoop. But I've really loved The Orville and it has a great Star Trek flavor to it. But that's just my opinion. I,
3: um, because I'm still suffering with such mixed emotions towards S- Seth MacFarlane, I still haven't watched it, but he does good things and then he does terrible things, so it's like...
1: <laughs> so <laughs> I was, there was an episode of The Orville, I was very afraid he was going to go down like the dumb family guy comedy route on a topic that's relatively sensitive in today's day and age, and he didn't. And they handled it pretty well and it had like the same kind of tng there's morals to be considered here and we can't just consider our own morals on this kind of flavor and i went huh he's really respecting kind of the spirit of star trek and bringing it forward into this show i liked it and you all might like it too but that's it i for might my
3: eventually news. start watching it i don't know i have a really hard time watching live tv shows
1: i will caution you the first episode is not great it's just okay. world building well it's I like-, like go ahead
2: I was going to say, I like how Chris went all reading Rainbow there at the end. And you, you might like it too, but don't take my word for
1: it. LaFar Burton's <laughs> a national treasure.
0: Any <laughs> Canadian?
1: I don't think so. I'm not 100% on that. I don't know. I don't know these things. I don't know either. But that wraps up my news. Uh, Anthony, what do you got for us?
0: Oh, like that show, all the other shows are back. So I'm I'm stoked. Um, We got Lucifer. We got Flash. Motherfucking Lucifer has Superman on it now, which is awesome. We got the Flash, we got Arrow, we got Supergirl, we got Legends. We also have Inhumans, which it's 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 not that bad. And SP was correct that the third episode, when they get away from the trying to make it all IMAX bullshit, like there is vast improvement on the third episode over the first two. But then also Netflix quietly between all these awesome movies and other series they're doing, they also uh, quietly dropped a fourth season of Voltron without telling anybody i had no clue it was coming out and started watching that yesterday so yeah more voltron space Dad is back Shiro's kicking ass but yeah I, I'm, I'm happy it's been a great week supergirl the flash and yeah uh, uh tom welling is the new uh police lieutenant on lucifer so he comes in just barking orders and yelling at everybody and it's really kind of cool to see tom welling as an adult Like, he's a much bigger dude than he was when he was on Smallville. Like, he's filled out. He's got a little gray in his hair. Like, it's kind of strange after watching him grow up for 10 years as a high schooler to see him as an adult and, like, talking shit on people and kicking ass as a cop. Like, it's really cool. As an
4: adult?
0: Yeah, but it's cool. (laughs) What are you, 25 when he was hired for that? Yeah, I mean, he's even by the end of fucking Smallville, he still looked like he was 18. Like you that's, know, fair. He's, that's a fair. Fucking fucking model kid. Like he still looked young even ten years into the fucking small bill. But you know, no, like he actually he looks like an actual adult now. It's it's a little strange at first. And yeah, seeing him yelling at the character that plays the actor that plays Lucifer is great. Like they have have a really weird kind of back and forth chemistry between the two of them. But it's it's fun to see him like in a character role where like there's no hint of Clark Kent at all. Like it's a totally different, you know, he's he's playing a human cop who is just kind of you know a big barking dog police lieutenant, you know you expect him to yell at you know yelling at people every scene he walks in, and yeah fucking Lucifer is a great show. They started this season off with the the crazy one of the crazy end of last season was Lucifer got kidnapped, woke up in the desert, and had his wings back, and he's like what the fuck is going on, and so this season starts off with him trying to figure out how the hell somebody kidnapped him, who kidnapped him, and how the fuck he got his wings back, like that that show is just buckets of insane and it's a blast. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. I can't believe Fox hasn't canceled it yet because it's so enjoyable.
1: It's also got <laughs> Trisha Helfer in it, which is part of the reason why I want to watch
0: it. It doesn't anymore. She leaves at the end of season two.
1: That's okay. It still had Trisha Helfer in it. Yeah. And I love Mission Number Six.
0: It had a it had a lot of Trisha Helfer in it and she's amazing. She's Lucifer's mom, which the, the whole storyline behind that is insane. I'm sorry. And what? Yeah yeah she's Lucifer's mom. You didn't know God had a wife? Yeah, check that shit out. <laughs> Did she come from his rib? <laughs> nope, she's an she's a being of pure energy. She's fucking fantastic. Yeah, and she's hilarious on that show because she refers to the human body that she's in, and it's hilarious to see Trisha Helfer as an actor playing like a uh, a deity inside of a human body, going "Look at this ass" and like pointing at her own ass and talking about it. It's fucking so strange. The, the, the lines they wrote for her were fantastic. But yeah, all the shows are back. I, mean, uh, I look at her ass. It's, it's a fantastic no, ass. No doubt, man.
1: Uh, so at, out of all the... Arrow super,
0: came back with crazy shit.
1: Out of all the superhero saying, shows you watched that premiered this week, which one was the best in your mind and which one was the worst?
0: Uh, The worst is still Inhumans, even though it's better. Um, I don't know. Normally I would say Flash, but I'm a little disappointed with how quickly they got Barry back after the finale last year. So I would actually say Arrow. Like uh, the the new start to Arrow was a really cool version of they jump forward in time like five months and then start filling out what happened on on the explosive finale from last year oh. and him dealing with this kid is it's it's really good like you actually see some solid acting from Stephen Amell which I was impressed by.
1: You mean you mean the episode where there's barely any consequences the entire island getting blown up with all his exactly. and family on it?
0: Well, come on, it's Arrow. Nobody, not, they can't. They they only kill the people that they're going to bring back two weeks later. So Lisa and you get more somebody. Manu Bennett. Yeah, you get more Manu Bennett, which you know any episode with Manu Bennett's fucking fantastic. Yeah, he was in that the show
1: for great. three minutes,
0: <laughs> and he was I mean, still fucking I en- great.
1: I
3: enjoy superhero soap operas. Why who doesn't?
1: Exactly. I actually have not
3: watched any of these shows, so I don't know what y'all are so talking about. So you
2: don't like superhero soap operas?
1: <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> but she I got, does I, love I, Stephen Amell on a salmon ladder.
3: Yes. Okay. Stephen Amell on a personal level I adore, but I quit Arrow after he punched
2: a shark. <laughs> he literally punched a shark. <laughs> he didn't so so the jumping of the shark was the punching of the shark?
0: Yeah. Jumping a yes. is too easy. Arrow punched a shark. And I was punched
3: like, him. Well, guess I'm done with this show.
0: Which is so much cooler. While he was swimming underwater like Aquaman, even though he has no superpowers.
3: And he didn't know how to swim twenty minutes earlier. Yeah. Yeah, no, he, no, he no. learned
0: how to swim and then became like an Olympic diver inside he, of five minutes. His
1: superpower is he's the lead character in a television
0: show. That's his superpower. <laughs> he, his superpower is he's number one on the he's call sheet, which is I thought he's <laughs> Batman without being Batman. Well that's pretty much oh, no, hero arrow. Is. He, he's way more than Batman now. It's it's awesome. But come on, yeah, you got yeah. that show's got Mr. Terrific. They fucking uh, they made Wild Dog cool. That's one of the dumbest fucking characters ever. And they made Wild Dog cool and yeah, Diggle, mm-hmm. Wild Dog, Mr. Terrific. like That show's awesome. The new Black Canary that they got on there. So much better cool. than the last Black Canary. Well, that and the fact that they brought back the last Black Canary again as an evil version just for Chris because he loves that actor so much.
1: Hopefully they kill that version too. <laughs>
0: Poor Laurel. She's yeah, the worst the Arrow, character ever. Arrow, and Supergirl was good. It's just they did a little kind of depressing episode because she lost her boyfriend, which made sense for the character. Like, They they, they basically took the the premiere episode this season to deal with the fallout of last season, which is more kind of what you expect for some shows. So yeah, Supergirl did much better with handling their finale from last year than Arrow did, where Arrow was like, yeah, we're all kind of okay, even though we blew up an island with everybody on it. We just
1: set it up so (laughs) the actor who hasn't had much time to do the show can conveniently be in a coma so we can bring her back whenever we need to, and then we'll kill off the extra person that everyone knew was going to die to make next year's story work. Well, Sorry. yeah, it was kind of predictable.
0: <laughs> that doesn't make it less fun. I guess I don't know. I have I my, enjoy Arrow.
1: I have my concerns. I enjoyed it, but I felt let down a little bit. But that's just you me.
3: can hear all about it on one of our Gonna Geek shows.
2: Nice segue, It's Called the Naki, Starling I Tribune.
3: <laughs> I did it, guys. Top
2: A work you just did.
1: So, Naki, why don't that's you
3: continue that That's why does top... these reads, and I don't.
1: Why don't you continue your top A work, Naki, and tell us all about your news?
3: Hey guys, some I I hear this little movie that some people like had a new trailer come out this week. Um, I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called Star Wars, and um,
0: a small independent film.
3: Yeah, it's small. Nobody really talks about it much. Um, <laughs> there's not several podcasts, books, movies, TV shows, YouTube channels dedicated directly to Star Wars. So I don't know, you know, if you know this. Um, but the new trailer came out this week. We actually had football on in my house to watch it. i hate football um but uh the so the new trailer came out there's a lot of analysis going on about it uh, specifically after the poster came out um is where i saw the most analysis not so much from the trailer which i thought was kind of funny there is a lot of analysis but not saw more from the poster and it was literally just because luke is looming in the background um and if you compare it to the other star Wars posters, it's always the bad guy who is looming in the background. So Vader, um, I think in the last one, uh, I think for episode seven, it was Kylo. Um, it's, a. Uh, it's looking really, it, I, I did get choked up when Carrie Fisher was on screen and then even more choked up when you go onto her dog's Instagram account, which is still active.
4: Oh, that and, got me.
3: And, uh, it's the picture of, of her dog looking at her on screen, and and all the caption says is that um, mommy looks beautiful or something like that. And I'm just like, ah, my heart, why? Um, but the, we did see the first glimpse of a porg, which has created memes of everybody being like me in real life, which oh, is the God. new meat.
1: I'm so tired <laughs> of the porg craze, I'll be honest. Maybe it's because I've been dealing with it in my house for weeks now. What's a porg? Weeks. It's the fluffy little Ewok, basically. They're like oh, Piranha, it? it's the Piranha new Ewok. Penguins. It's the new Ewok with
2: the big eyes thing. Yeah, yeah the the Jedi
0: Island did they, Piranha
2: penguins.
1: Did they switch
3: the side where Kylo Ren's scar is on? They
1: moved his scar. They actually. moved it. Ryan Johnson said he did yeah. not like the positioning of it before, so they actually he originally
0: moved it. cut like right above his nose, okay. and then they moved it over to over his eyes, so he looked just like Grandpa. Gotcha. Great, that's smart. Yeah, which the, the not, idea that you can just move a cut in a scene just because you don't like where it landed like that's didn't fucking change the movie that it was in Like, don't that's,
1: worry JJ I'll move uh, it back in episode 9 it's okay
0: I hope he fucking does because that bugged the shit out of me you know we're gonna people move aren't going to notice we you don't, don't like where him. he got hit yeah
1: yeah but most people are just going to go oh, yeah Kylo Ren got hit in the face of the lightsaber they're not going to remember his scar was two inches over to the left come on we're, nit- we're nitpicking we're Star Wars fans so we're going to notice that stuff you talk to the conventional person like oh Kylo Ren's got a scar on his face now
3: yeah, well, I mean, I, the thing that would look cool about the scar on his face is that he's got some sort of mesh in it, um, metal it's a dark mesh. Side he's slowly band-aid. turning into Grandpa.
0: Dark side. Yeah, band-aid. yeah, Dark Side Band Aid.
3: What? Yeah, yeah. I was going with morphing slowly into Grandpa through his face.
0: Um, well, you know, Skywalkers, they they always end up replacing pieces at a time.
3: Yeah, I think we've got some some major editing in this because to, to make it not spoilery, or to make you think um, it is
1: spoil spoilery when it's not.
0: Right, right. Does anyone so, really let's... think
1: that Rey is gonna join Kylo Ren?
0: Yes, okay. yes, on a secret I mean... mission from Luke to infiltrate and find out who Snoke is. It'll be she's
3: there, uh, but it'll it's be a... a lie. No, no. See, what's actually happening is that is that Kylo Ren is being like, man, I killed my dad, and I'm sad about this. If we join up, then we'll be like Skywalker and uh, Kenobi teaming up again because she's a Kenobi. Fuck you guys
2: this this fake news she has not been uh confirmed as being a kenobi
3: she's kenobi
0: that's what she hasn't been been confirmed as anything other than apparently the the scariest force user since kylo which is apparently why old man luke went into hiding
3: that could just be clever editing though too it could be because uh well you i don't know how i feel about seeing finn already. I mean, we all knew he was going to be back in it, but it, it left on a cliffhanger with him being, you know, is he okay or not? Um, so I, that's one of those things. Like, he I
0: wasn't
1: didn't that like that, we knew that. He was just in recovery.
0: Yeah. And Star right, Wars, anybody that can know. get into a back to tank, they're going to be okay. Yeah, that's true. I mean, hell, Darth Maul got cut in half and he came back twice. That's
3: true. <laughs> well, he got his legs. He got, he got metal legs. It's fine.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I, I just love the idea that we're going to get to see Finn using the weapon that traitor attacked him with and attacking fucking the Chrome trooper with it. That's like you could actually, get to actually see our weapon.
1: fight slightly different.
3: I'm excited to see Phasma. Um, I was actually going to ask, is anybody reading the Phasma novel that came out?
1: I haven't read it yet. I heard it's actually pretty good though.
3: I, w- I was it debating pick, picking it up because it actually like i keep hearing good things about it and i was really interested in captain phasma and was really disappointed at the lack of usage of her
2: what do you what do you mean so surprised that they had she had nothing in the movie there was nothing in the movie why is everyone excited about this character
1: exactly
2: you're proving my point it's star wars
1: everyone starts to love random characters look at boba fett who had like three minutes of screen time and became one of the most popular characters ever
0: that's the problem with Phasma is they tried to make her the new Boba Fett. And Disney tried to force it, and that's why it didn't work, and the toys didn't sell. Yeah, the, the bedazzled
2: the... stormtrooper shit.
3: <laughs> I mean, that she was. It was exciting to see her as a character, just because I wanted, and that's what I wanted. I wanted to see her as a character, and I was disappointed that she wasn't developed more. That's why I wanted to find out if Phasma the novel was worth reading, um, if anybody was reading it or
0: not. not no, yet. it looks good, yeah. but I'll wait for the comic.
3: Because they turned everything into a comic?
0: Of course. Disney owns Marvel, so everything Star Wars gets turned into a comic now.
3: That's true. But that's my news of the week. What did you guys think of this fancy new commercial?
1: (laughs) I thought it did a good job of not giving anything away, really. I mean, you got some cool moments, but I got done watching that trailer. I went, I I have no idea what's going to happen, and I kind of love it.
0: Yeah, yeah, they've done good cutting those for for this one where yeah, you have you have glimpses of stuff that's going to happen, but you really have no idea of the of the storyline.
1: Here's something which, to consider, guys. This is a movie that comes out in like two months. There's only yeah, two trailers for it. This is the final theatrical trailer for all intents and purposes. So this is the last we get other than like T V spots going into it. And I don't know about you guys. I'm kind of on a blackout of these things now. I went, you know. I'm not watching any more Star Wars stuff that comes out. I want to go in blind, or as blind as I can at this point, and see what happens. Like All these clickbait things like, you won't believe what we saw in the background here. Or, you won't believe what this means for him. Like, you guys don't know oh, yeah. shit. I'm not falling for any of this stuff. I'm going to come up with my own ideas. I'm just going to watch content, re- the real content, and then go watch the movie. I don't want to know any of the other stuff.
2: Oh, you're going to see some spoilers from the action figures or something like that. Pop no, you vinyls. won't. Ryan Johnson know, know. already
1: came out and said... They made sure they'd put no spoilers on the action figures this time. That
2: was a setup for you, Chris.
1: Oh, thank you, sir. I appreciate
0: <laughs> it. Yeah, I mean, we only got yeah three months left in the year, and we've got Thor, we got Justice League, and we got Star Wars. Like, hot damn! I think like, it's gonna be another three. good end of the year. I only
2: care about some of those. <laughs> I have a movie pass. I'll see
1: all three. I don't care.
3: No, I I won't see Justice League. Like, I adored Wonder Woman, but I didn't adore Wonder Woman enough <laughs> that I'm gonna go see Justice League.
2: What, My Jason Momoa, Momoa shirtless isn't going to make
0: you go see that movie? You're you how many
3: things that Jason Momoa is shirtless in? I really all don't need things, to go see that.
0: <laughs> almost all the things Jason Momoa is in.
3: Yeah, so I don't have, <laughs> to, go, I don't have to go spend money on a movie I don't want to see.
0: My friend is buying me tickets and she's taking me to see Justice League. So I'll go see it because I'm not paying for it.
1: So what I'm more excited for than Justice League is the fact we should be getting an Infinity War trailer with either Thor or Star Wars and I just want the trailer for this damn movie now because oh,
0: I've watched the, the trailer comic. we Yeah, the trailer we watched from San Diego? Yeah. Well we only watched two thirds <laughs> of it because you couldn't see the
1: bottom third of the trailer basically. Uh,
3: Still. Would like to see it in actual, you know, screen format and not somebody's yeah, not phone from a cover. weird angle.
1: I would too. And I will be honest, I'll probably go see Justice League, but again, that's only because I have the movie pass. I pay ten bucks a month to go see unlimited movies. So why My not? My
3: brother has that too. I
1: kind of like it. When the app works right, I like it. Let me rephrase. It, I mean, I like, I would like to
2: see the movies I want to see them I in mean, if I want to go to D-Box. I can just go to D-Box. If I want to see an IMAX, I I'm can go to IMAX. No, you have to see it in the Standard.
1: Yeah, I don't have any theaters like that around me, Willie, so it's just as oh. easy. Well,
2: never mind, I take that back. For you, it's awesome.
1: Yeah, for me, it works great for my use case because if I want to go see an IMAX version, i got to drive it to Pittsburgh. There's no D-Box anywhere around me, so why oh, so not just fun. use the regular one? Come down and visit
2: me. We can, we can go together. It's
1: not that quick a drive for me to get to you, Willie.
2: I said, come visit. I didn't say, like, oh, just stop on by
0: for a minute. So,
1: <laughs> it's,
3: that's something, Willie. You too, Naki. Come on down. Okay. I'm on my way, buddy. I'm actually walking right now. You just she can't is. tell because that's I why don't
2: there's have no a camera. camera on. I hate you all.
0: <laughs> As it should
3: be. You you thought you did already, so this isn't really news.
2: Two billion people, assholes. Two billion people, assholes. Two billion people,
1: assholes. You okay there, buddy? I'll be all right.
0: He's just making his list. I had a mind.
3: Checking it twice.
1: Okay, Willie, I misspoke. I can go to a D Box theater in Pittsburgh. It's about 60 miles from my house. I might go do it one day.
2: My place is not 60 miles away from you.
1: I know, it's a lot farther. (laughs) a lot further. So I guess that's going to wrap up the news. I got distracted trying to find D-Box theaters near me. I'll be honest. (laughs) Chris, it's not movie time. I'm having a scroll moment, but as we wrap up the show, we do like to remind folks that the all things good nerdy podcast is in fact part of a network of shows that you can find over at gunageek.com. We've got 20 plus shows in the network that cover a variety of topics, some specific to one nerdy television show, some about nerd culture in general, some about tabletop gaming, like I said, all sorts of different topics. We really encourage you to go check out all of the shows there. But each week we try to highlight one specific show on the network. And Willie, what show are we talking about this week?
2: This week I will be talking about the Starling Tribune. Arrow Season 6, Predictions, number 169. The Starling Tribune reporters, Stargate Pioneer, Chris and Michelle preview the Arrow Season 6 and give their predictions for what will happen the crew discuss issues like who dies on Leon Yu. Will we see Steven and Mel shirtless scenes this year? Will Arrow have a season seven? Why Dinah Drake is everyone's favorite Arrow character? We predict Renee and Curtis to become my two dads to Zoe. We are all looking forward to Kirk Acevedo's. You fix that in post, please. Appearances. And just who is the vigilante anyway?
1: Isn't that show nothing but vigilantes? What's well, a character named Vigilante? Back to you, Chris. Well, thank you, Willie, and uh, we do advise you guys go check out some of the great content we have over on the Gunna Geek Network. But looking at the time, it is time for us to start wrapping things up. And if you're familiar with the show, you know we wrap things up with a little bit called "What I'm Into." It's our chance to share with you guys who are watching live or at a later date just what kind of geeky and nerdy things we've been getting into, so that maybe, just maybe, we can entice you to check them out as well. So, Naki, what are you been getting into? Um, so we went
3: and saw Chasing the Dragon on Sunday uh, after the show and if you get a chance to see this in theaters highly highly recommend it it's with Donnie Yen and uh, Andy Lau it's Hong Kong cinema so just know what you're walking into with that but it is about it is based on a true story about a drug cart about the drug cartels in Hong Kong Um, Donnie Yen looks interesting because it does take place in the 50s 60s 70s so he's got like curly hair and it's really funny, kind
0: of. Um, Is it Donnie Yen with a pompadour? A little bit, yeah. yeah.
3: <gasps> pompadour, oh,
4: that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, so I highly recommend you check it out. It's a super intense movie, but it was really, really well done and um, super. It was, it was so good. Um, this week, I also continued working on my Korean. Um, uh, played a lot of cuphead and towerfall Ascension, which I had mentioned earlier, continuing through my re my read through of it, which I forgot was a thousand pages. So it's taking me (laughs) a little bit longer than I remembered. Um, and I'm working on some new patterns for hats. So that's what I got. I'm not super interesting this week.
1: It's interesting Mm -hmm. enough. So I'll go next
3: before before I forget. Sorry. I forgot. (laughs) 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 Jasmine had asked us who dress in front of the show has asked us to, um, push his friend's Kickstarter. Um it is Jessica hang on crap. I lost my thing that I had it copied too so I wouldn't uh, lose it. I'm doing great guys. Filler, 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 filler. filler, filler disqualified.
0: Filler, filler, filler. It's Johnny it. in a buttonfly collar, a seventies mustache, and an almost pompadour hairdo. That is some awesome looking shit.
1: Naki, he show me what you got. Cool. Show me what you got. <laughs> okay.
3: So, uh, There's the, always uh one. the internet, uh, so his internet connection was cutting in and out. So that's why he's asked us. But his uh, friend Jessica Lynn, Bo- Jessica Lynn, and it's a book called Bones. He put the Kickstarter link in the chat. Um, I for some reason cannot get it copied, but um, you could just scroll up and it's there. Um, but if you could check that out, that's a friend of the show's friend of the show. There you go. That a friend it. of a right, friend.
1: Too.
4: Friend, friend of, of like
3: a friend.
1: friend of a friend of a friend. Sometimes, we'll friend, just keep
2: of going. Sometimes friend of friends are better than the f- initial friends themselves.
1: Sometimes, yes. So I'll go next with my stuff. Uh, I watched a bunch of movies this weekend. I saw The Foreigner last night in the theaters, which is what Jackie Chan's it? return. They gave you almost all the action scenes in the trailer. It seemed like to me. Oh
4: no! And Jackie it.
0: Chan's taken.
1: Yeah, uh, Jackie. I mean, it's a good movie, but it's not what I was expecting going in. It's more of almost like political twists and turns and mystery and intrigue with some cool fight scenes and like Pierce Brosnan I think is in the movie more than Jackie Chan is it seems like to me does,
2: does he say does he say mm. I will look for you I will find you and I will use everything in the room to beat your ass with
1: no he does not <laughs> but I mean I could be over exaggerating that a little bit they might about split time it's really fun I did enjoy it and it's it's interesting seeing Pierce Brosnan play a member of the IRA That was kind of an interesting twist. Pierce Brosnan's kind of a bad guy that you root for partway through. You're like, why am I rooting for this guy? And then you move on from there. So it's worth seeing. Just don't go in expecting it to be like the greatest action movie of all time. Jackie Chan gets some cool fight scenes, but you got to remember Jackie Chan's like 60 something now, so he doesn't get a ton of long action scenes, but they're fun.
3: I just enjoy I just enjoy Jackie Chan just on so many levels. So. Yes,
1: it, it, it's a fun movie. Just you've got to get the right mindset that you're not going in there to expect like, don't expect John Wick of martial arts or anything like that. It, it is absolutely not a movie built around fight scenes and cool stunts and stuff like that.
2: As long as it's better than yeah. Taken Two and Three, I'm okay with it. I never saw either. What did of he them lose play. his dog? What? John Wick?
1: No,
3: the Taken Two and Three. Who cares? Just... Those are
2: horrible movies. Never watch yes. them. Watch the first. Exactly first one's really a good sick. movie. So, but the uh, second third are shit.
1: Continue with the stuff I've been getting into. Also, watch the Power Rangers movie this weekend because I had it sitting on my DVD shelf. Hadn't gotten a chance to do it, so it's one of the first actual 4K videos I actually got to watch with the full 4K setup because it's not upscaled stuff. It's all filmed in 4K. So it was pretty looking, and it was a lot of fun. I mean, it's kind of corny, but at the same time, I had fun with it, and I went, you know, I'd watch a sequel because they teased the fact that Tommy's going to show up at the end of the show at the end of the movie and I was like "Spoilers! oh everyone knows come on and I was like I want to see their take on the Dragonzord in this movie please please make it happen I don't know so, what's going to happen though uh,
3: so it's corny like the original Power Rangers is not, not the same kind of
4: point. corn yeah
1: but,
2: yeah.
3: but still, still I pretty enjoyed handy. it
2: yeah uh, I was going to make an analogy but it doesn't work <laughs>
3: At least you stopped yourself before you started. Yeah, that's true.
0: That. He pulled up short of the fail. Good job, Willie.
1: I have also been playing play. Golf Story on the Switch still because I've been enjoying that a lot. Played the Battlefront 2 beta, which I thought was pretty looking, but meh. And oh I have my been god, watching, it is so pretty looking. Yeah, it looks fantastic. And then I've oh also started god. watching on Netflix Master of None. I'm about on episode 7 or 8 of season 1, I think. And I didn't get it at first. And I'm not sure I get it yet, but I'm having fun watching it seems kind of a name there's a lot of people
3: who really like it i still haven't watched it
1: it's not i love it i well. i like aziz I ansari that so that's part of why i finally yeah. got around to watching it but i'm not sure what actually happens when i watch an episode it's a bunch of trivial yeah, yeah. stuff and
0: it's not necessarily... i like aziz i watched the first episode i don't know if i want to watch anymore
1: yeah i didn't start really enjoying it until in the middle of episode three i was like okay i'm kind of having fun with this now
0: okay maybe i'll try it i'll try it again
1: I don't know. I haven't started Season 2 yet either. I'm still a little ways out from that. But I guess that's all I've been really getting into. is been watching movies and playing video games because I'm an adult and I do adult things. Adulting is fun. Adulting is wonderful. So, uh, Anthony, what do you mean getting into, sir?
0: I had two awesome pieces of mail call. I uh, supported one of my favorite artists and saved up my my allowance from dropping Marvel Comics and got me a nice little piece of... uh, Alien art that Tressa Bowling did at one of the live art events for, um, I think they did this for uh, Alien Covenant. She did this at a live art event. Nice, badass Ripley in an the alien. So I got that one to go up on the wall. And then one of the Kickstarters I backed a couple months ago finally came out. So I got the Atomic Robo uh, new hardcover. Came with a cool little poster of the evolution of Atomic Robo. And then the hardcover comic, which I still haven't opened. Nice, pretty little chrome lettered cover cool little purple hardcover and then this one it came with a bonus ultra classified field manual they did an actual like military field manual from the company that made atomic robo and like it's actually filled out like it's an actual redacted military manual like it's really cool looking and then that came with a couple uh was it postcards and stuff too so a really really another really nice kickstarter uh back to a couple more kickstarters uh the fourth monkey is ending today it's an anthology about awareness. That's a cool one to go check out if you got some time. Um, Freaking Dirk Manning decided to try to break the internet again. He lost his fourth Kickstarter for the Tales of Mystery, Volume 4, Everything Burns. Uh, his goal was um, everybody that backed it in the first 13 hours gets a bonus signed photo, and he wanted to try to fund the full Kickstarter in the first 13 hours. It funded in three hours and 13 minutes on Friday the 13th. So he's really stoked, and it's rolling through a list of stretch goals now that are insane. And the top stretch goal is actually to become the number one backed Kickstarter comic that's going to be put out through Devils Do. And I can't remember what the the big thing is, but there's a there's a really cool thing if they hit that one. That's just kind of nuts. The very because yeah it was um because yeah he asked for thirteen thousand. They're already at eighteen thousand with twenty nine days to go. And, yeah, it's already unlocked the first, like, five stretch goals. And what is the last one? Oh, yeah. If they hit $27,235, everybody who backs the hardcover level or higher gets a Kickstarter-exclusive Tales of Mystery Demon Exorcism kit. Because this whole comic is about a world where um, heaven and hell open up an attack for three days, and then they all kind of went away, and humanity has gone back to just ignoring the fact that basically the apocalypse happened. And Mister is a guy who deals with leftover events and crazy shit that have that was left during the the attack from all these demons. Uh, also, Blood and Dust Volume Two is on Kickstarter, and Pixie Dust, a hardcover graphic novel that I, I got to read and uh, check out before it launched. That one's on uh, that one's on Kickstarter until November second. A bunch of really good comics going out there, and then um, keeping up with my drawings. I've done all my daily sketches. I think I'm one day behind on Inktober. I've been enjoying doing all of my Rick and Morty's. I'm up to a uh, snowball. So I got to finish Snuffle Snowball today, doing him in the robot suit. So that's a fun one. And then, yeah, watching a lot, lots of Netflix. I started uh, donating plasma, and our local plasma place now has Wi Fi. So I decided to start watching Supernatural because I wanted a nice long show. And well, so it's I'm a almost long
3: show. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Ten, 10 years of supernatural, I think is on Netflix and I'm almost oh. done with season one. I think I've done seven donations this month. So yeah, I'm going to get caught up on my bills by donating plasma and watching supernatural. And it's a fun ass show. Like I'm enjoying the hell out of it. It's, it's really it's, cheesy. Yeah. It's cheesy. It's fun. The, the characters are hilarious and getting to see, um, uh, the guy that plays their dad, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, freaking Negan. As the dad on there, like it, he's hilarious when he's on there, just because it's it's so long ago now that he looks completely different from what he looks like on The Walking Dead. But yeah, uh, that watch uh, on Willie's. I was planning on watching it anyways, but on Willie's recommendation, I made sure I watched The Babysitter. And goddamn, that's a hilarious movie. And then yeah, I've watched. I'm um, four episodes into the new Voltron because if if you want to watch something like Power Rangers but something good, go watch Legendary Defender Voltron on Netflix because it's the good version of that show.
3: I was going to say it's that, fucked. um Power Rangers is still number one in my heart, so screw you. But, <laughs> um, Power Rangers is just another weak-ass
0: knockoff of Voltron anyway, so why not watch the original?
3: Because I didn't like the original Voltron,
0: but I like the new one. The new Voltron's so good. And yeah, it, Space Dad's back. Shiro's kicking ass. I'm um, three or four episodes in the new season. And yeah, it was funny because all the other stuff coming out on Netflix, which they've had so much stuff coming out lately, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't even notice. I didn't get like the, I think they have been the, sending like emails. The yeah. They've been sending like emails saying, Hey, this is yeah. coming out next week. I got nothing until the day it launches. Like, Hey, look, volume four is up. Go watch it. I was like, Oh shit.
1: Yeah, welcome awesome. to new new Netflix, Ultron. where there's so much content they don't email out on everything anymore.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they have so much good stuff; they don't have time to email you on everything. Fucking yeah, it's eight eight bucks a month. It's silly. it's the it's the best content for you know my dollar for anything I pay for. So every everything falls short of Netflix at this point. Nobody's keeping up with them yet.
1: So, Willie, wrap us up. Say what are we getting into, sir?
0: Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh,
2: like uh, Bachman said, I did watch The Babysitter. I do believe that is my movie of the year. It is amazing. Uh, let's see. Uh, I did get the new uh, WWE 2K18 game because uh, don't watch wrestling, but I do love the games. Uh, started make, remaking some of the uh, Overwatch characters, or actually just one. It's, it's going to be a long process. Not <laughs> liking the loot box system in it, even though it's only part of the, uh, the my player career. It's only part of that where it's very dumb where you have to unlock uh, clothing through loot boxes for your character.
3: So like you're then, with Overwatch?
2: And then also when you unlock them, then you also have to pay for them with the in-game currency.
1: Oh, the double whammy. And then you can do a microtransaction to get more in-game currency, can't you?
2: I have no idea. I didn't even look that far. Until it was, I don't care. I'm not even sure if I'm even going to play that much of the My career thing. It doesn't really interest me that much. But um, also, I did get a Kickstarter myself. I had to get this Kickstarter. I kind of regret it now. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Lesbian Zombies from Outer Space. <laughs> with a name like that, how can you not?
1: Well, I know why really Willie bought that.
2: But the story, oh my God. I think it's like a 15-year-old wrote it. Because I think there's a line in it saying, wait, you're not a lesbian. You're not hot. Oh, it's so palm face worthy uh let me see other than that still playing uh Fortnite, pretty fun uh do have to say the uh battlefront 2 the graphics oh my god it just looks amazing like all this shit just going on the leaves rustling around although i did kind of see behind like see how they kind of make that those leaves just come straight from the ground on a repeat on like a three second gif repeat but um also uh last week i did record for art house legends for their killer clowns from outer space episode and it is out now go listen to it you can listen to lauren from legends of shield try and work out the biology of these clowns from outer space
1: <laughs> that could be interesting
2: <laughs> uh, i believe that's all i got until i interrupt la- uh, at the very end of something i forgot so go ahead
1: well i'm used to that that's why i was hoping if i let you go last you'd come up with it sooner but evidently that is not the case. It is time for us to start wrapping things up, though, guys. A big thank you to everyone that did join us live today for the show. Friendly reminder, you can hang around on Geeks.Live. There is at least two, potentially three other podcasts airing today. So if you're watching on Geeks.Live right now, hang around for about a half hour and Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. will be coming up next. And then uh, Starling Tribune at 6 p.m. We'll talk about the Arrow premiere. And then I believe PopEx cast tonight at 9 p.m. So it is a busy day over at Geeks.Live. Now, before we wrap things up for real, you guys have any final thoughts for us?
0: I was wrong. The original Super Sentai came out before Voltron. I'm sorry. Can can we uh, cut that before
2: and just keep that little clip of Bakugan? Yeah, fuck, fuck Wrong. <sighs> Thank you, Chris. I saw you looking at the time. <laughs>
0: I I thought the original old school Voltron came out before the first Power Rangers, which technically Power Rangers is based on Super Sentai, and Humitsu Sentai GoRanger actually came out in 1975.
2: I don't care what you were wrong about. I just care that you admitted that you were. Oh, wrong I know. Something.
0: I know. And fuck you, Willy That's well, fair.
1: All right then. That that's fair. Uh, <laughs> any anything else yet? Anything? Going once, twice, oh, pair. Uh, oh God.
0: Soul. oh yeah go watch big mouth big mouth on netflix too if, if you miss if you miss Ruxin, big mouth is and fucking Ruxin and his buddies talking about yeah and ralphie talking about the weirdest shit that ever happened to you when you were 12 13 and 14 going through puberty and dealing with hormone demons in the cartoon it is fucking hilarious
1: it's the puber monster
0: you got me you got me already hooked good <laughs> there, there, it's good stuff oh I, I i laughed so hard i cried during one of the episodes like yeah. it is that funny it's
1: 10 episodes <gasps> on netflix so go and check it out for yourself willie it sounds like you I just one last
0: thing
2: yes uh, apparently uh, my packages actually came in for i have my uh because uh, i had to order from amazon my name tags for upcoming doug benson shows uh i ordered two uh posters i'm gonna make my name tag one is a uh, fish called wanda i'm gonna retitle to a fish a fish called willie nelson and also, one uh, Willy Wonka. I'm gonna do some crazy shit with that. Just change the Y to an I E, and w- Willie Nelson and something Wait,
4: or other.
0: which which Willy Wonka?
2: There's only one Willy Wonka.
0: So that's the real one, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, the real one. Because the other one's called Charlie and Chocolate Factory.
0: That's right. I couldn't remember what the, the other one was called.
2: Now I've heard this. I don't know how true it is of why they changed it from because the book was Willy Wonka and the Chocolate or Charlie and Chocolate Factory. But why they changed it for the '70s movie was uh, because vietnam was going on and charlie was saying i don't know how true that is
0: might be true
1: i don't know but guys that is going to wrap us up for this week thank you so much for joining us and don't forget to come on back next sunday at 11 a.m eastern at 10 a.m central we record the next episode of the all things good and nerdy podcast so yeah we're wrapping up bye guys and see you next week awkward silence
4: Oh, you something dirty?
1: normally you guys ramble until it comes up but all right we're we'll good <laughs> out. bye guys two billion people good and podcast. don't forget we'll be back next sunday live at 11 a.m eastern 10 a.m central over at live.atgnpodcast.com channel three of the off geek radio app and over at our network home at gunnageek.com live